0: Welcome to Flyover Conservative Podcast with David and Stacy Whited, where we break down current events and examine culture through the lens of conservative Christian values.
1: You know, one uh, thing we try to use a lot for this platform we developed here, the Flyover Conservative Show, is to highlight people that are are doing something there's yes. really two categories people in this world uh people that sit there and watch things happen and those that get involved and say hey i will be a part of the solution whatever the case is whatever no matter what's going on and we have somebody like that today um that's taking care of something here locally and i think this applies to everybody nationally because there's a little bit of a formula that we see happening uh in our in our country it takes a lot of money to get into office mm-hmm. and that's kind of a broken system it's supposed to be a service to the people where you're from and i'm going to go and yep. pay my dues, then you're going next time. All right. Uh, now, now it, t- it takes a lot of money to get into office. And then when you are in office time to pay the piper who paid for you sad, to get there sad, and, and, and the, 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 the money seems to go around. And then the, 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 the people who are, are actually working, not necessarily heard by the people that are supposed to be representing them it's kind of a goofy thing but every once in a while somebody kind of steps up and says hey i'm going to push back you're not doing your job i'm going to kind of make a fuss and push back on this and so from kill the fill here in the kansas city area we have sarah thompson thank you guys so
0: much Welcome. We're excited to have you on the show today, Sarah. So, you know, we talked ahead of time and I've read a little bit about what you're doing with Kill the Phil. And I noticed when I was reading and That's with
1: an F. No no offense out there if your name is Phil.
0: Yeah. No, uh, this has F-I-L-L. nothing to do with
1: you. This is Phil with an F. <laughs> if you're if you're on a treadmill or mowing the grass or something, it's it's kill the F I L L.
0: Yes. So I noticed, Sarah, that you were not somebody that was very political in any way. Uh, Even in our conversations, you're like, I didn't even know our state representatives names or senators names, but you have gotten very involved with this situation. So you are somebody that is embodying what we say here at Flyover Conservatives, wake up, speak up and show up So share a little bit about your story and how you got started with Kill the Phil.
2: Well, thank you so much for having me today. Um, this all started about a year ago when, uh, our, our little town in Raymore, Missouri, which is a suburb of Kansas City, um, we were notified by our local government that there uh, was a, a proposal to put a landfill, um, essentially right next to our neighborhood on the other side of our county line and our city line. So if you can imagine, um, the, a neighborhood that we just built a home in, um, less than a year later, we're being notified that across the street, literally across the street, they want to build uh, one of Missouri's largest landfills. Oh my gosh. Um, and legally, they were allowed to do it because it's in a different county, it's in a different city. Um, it's actually, you can see on the killthefill.org website uh, just the geography of it. Uh, it sits next to um, four different suburbs. And this piece of land in Kansas City, um, kind of, it, it stacks up right next to it. And the way the law is written today is that those neighboring counties, unless they are within a half a mile of of the landfill, um, they don't have a say. And so our community did put the half mile rule in, saying that they um, would could essentially stop the landfill within a half a mile but this landfill is way, it's bigger than one mile. And so we need to be able to, uh, or we needed to be able to change the law. Um, it's a 50 year law that's been on the Missouri books uh, to say any community uh, within a one mile radius would be able to have a say. And we were gonna change it from a half a mile to a one mile. And that's all we were asking, change the rule or change the law from a half mile to one mile. And if we did that, um, that could essentially allow our community to have a say, where right now we don't. Um, and, and fast forward to what happened, uh, we got our communities involved. We um, have a, a Facebook page called Stop the Lies, Stop the Landfill, got our community rallied around it. Our local government did a fabulous job um, working with all of those governments that you, that you can see on our page. Um, and we put a bill toward the Missouri Senate and, and House that flew through the House with flying colors. Um, over 75 percent majority voted for it, almost 90 percent, actually. And uh, it went to the Senate where uh, we had the votes to get it passed. And we were filibustered by um, a handful of senators, um, both sides of the aisle. And um, we weren't given a vote. And those, <clears throat> the way the law was written is that it would only affect um, this area, populations over $400,000 or 400,000 uh, people, excuse me. Um, and no, there isn't another city in Missouri that this would impact. And yet senators from St. Louis and Springfield, Missouri, um, stepped in and filibustered it.
0: Which are hundreds of miles away. It doesn't affect them in any way. For those of you that uh, have 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 never
1: looked at a map or something like that, you know, Missouri is kind of shaped like this. Kansas City is sort of half on Kansas half on Missouri the the best barbecues on the Missouri side <laughs> of course and then then you got <laughs> St Louis on the other edge which kind of basically we would kind of give to Illinois, Illinois in any kind of a negotiation you know yeah. they would in a, in a hostage exchange but okay you can you can you can have St. Louis <laughs> take
0: them please and uh
1: that's kind of how Missouri works you got Columbia you know the university in the middle and, and kind of Springfield you know for Bass Pro and uh the home of uh, long's uh cashew Chicken and so that's kind of you know gets you down there towards Branson. That's a little history of the background of Missouri. So you're you're sitting there and you're looking at what's impacting real people. That's why we have representatives. Mm-hmm. And so the the house represent there's more of them, they're closest to you. You have the best odds of running into one of them at Walmart. Right. You know, it's kind of how that's set up to be, whether you're mm-hmm. talking a national representative or your state representative. And then and so it went through there, no problem. And then, then the Senate has to approve it. This is the same as the national bill. So when it came to the Senate, they didn't even hear it. Is and that I, And
0: I'm kind of thinking that maybe lobbyists are somewhere involved in this process. Is that right?
2: So <clears throat> the developer, the landfill developer that was involved in this um, hired over 19 lobbyists. I think they're up to, last I heard was over 20. Um so if you can imagine that's millions of dollars being spent on um a powerhouse lobby team with multiple lobby uh firms involved. Um those lobby firms um were allowed a seat at the table when we weren't. Um I just to give you a quick example, uh, once we were filibustered the very next day um our senator from this area senator Rick Bretton um decided uh he had had enough. And he started his own filibuster and started to filibuster everything just to, to basically force the issue to come back to the table because he knew this would, this, this is a multi-generational threat. This would devastate this community. Mm-hmm. You got to understand this landfills would sit across the street from an elementary school, okay, across the street and have um, three elementary schools within three miles, so, this is something that would affect the health. Any kid with, um, with asthma, uh, COPD, anything like that will be impacted, um, dramatically. So, he, he shut the Senate down and, and, and he called other, other senators to come and help him. Um, one of them was, uh, was Senator Bill Igel, who I believe is, is exploring running for governor of Missouri. Um, mm-hmm. and, and they helped him try to push the issue. I went down to Jefferson city and I was never involved. I didn't even know how to get to our state Capitol. Didn't know how to, how to maneuver around um, security or anything else. And just started to knock on doors, the senators to ask for help. And we were told no, that we couldn't have access. Um, The lobbyists were, were in the various offices of the senators that were filibustering us um, but we couldn't get in. We were the ones that were being impacted and we weren't allowed um, a chance to talk to any of these senators and ask for them to, to change on the position. And so that's when, frankly, I got fed up and said, this is enough. I have done everything that you should do. I checked the boxes. We could go through that if you'd like, but it didn't work. And so now we've got to figure out what, what how do we how do we do this? How do we change things? And in in retrospect, we started to realize very quickly, uh, my family, that this is a broken system. This should never happen to a community. We had thousands, thousands of emails um, and phone calls. We literally were shutting their systems down. Um, we were told by multiple representatives they've never seen a community come together like this one did. They have never seen a campaign like this community. Well, this
1: is bipartisan. This is not a Republican no. Democrat issue.
0: No. You
1: know, this isn't something that's polarizing and galvanizing like every mm-hmm. everyone, everyone exactly. loses it affects everyone and, and wins the same way on this issue because you're talking about where it is, who specifically uh, was motivated against the will of the people who what which senators yeah who was coming against this to are you filibuster? asking for their
0: names yeah or?
1: like like specifically who was the resistance in other parts of the state that didn't want this to go through if, if they are that's passionate about it they don't have a problem with with the being, being popular for this obviously okay. they care a lot
2: yeah so we had a uh, senator uh, mary elizabeth coleman of st louis um we also had senator Trent of Springfield, Missouri. And then we also had a third senator who I think has come around, which was Senator McCreary in St. Louis. Um, she was actually, it was kind of interesting because she had said that she um, was against the landfill. She's she's a Democrat. She was an environmentalist um, and that you know she just wanted to make our bill stronger. And that's why she was um, speaking about you know, adding amendments, but she did it for 80 minutes. um, And essentially that, that ran the clock down. And if you're not familiar with the way the procedures work at the Senate, as I, I was not familiar with it. Every bill only has so much time to get across and there's different procedures and things that go through. um, And, and we were going through our process and, and we had Senator Coleman speak for 90 minutes um, and followed by Mercury for eighty, and then followed by Trent for twenty, and that just ate up the clock, and they mm-hmm. ran out of time. And it's so, baffling. Cause like, I
1: could read the entire Constitution in less yeah, than an hour. True. Uh, yeah. So, so that shouldn't have taken place.
0: So, what can people do, Sarah, to make a difference in um, in this area? Let's say that they live in the Kansas City area. They maybe even you know, live in these areas that it would affect, what can they do to make a difference?
1: And, and, and before you answer that, let me add this. If you're listening to this right now and you may think, well, this is a landfill in Missouri. I don't know what this has to do. Understand the, the, the language that's being discussed here and the flow and the process because what she's talking about is that is what's broken she's come smash into what's known as the golden rule which is the people that have all the gold are making the rules mm-hmm. and they don't affect them these these are people that don't have a landfill across the street from them it's in another part of the state and they're receiving funds to represent people that aren't there versus representing the people who were who voted to have them in place to represent them, to keep this kind of thing from happening. Mm-hmm. So so just forget a little of the details as you're hearing this and extrapolate the process Sarah's going through as it applies to you in West Virginia or Florida or California or Oregon or wherever you are, because the 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 mechanisms are the same everywhere.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I, I think Stacey, going back to what you what you asked me earlier around what can what can people do? So, if you are from the Kansas City area, you know go to killthefill.org, learn about our issue, and and go to the the get involved page, um, and volunteer and help and and jump in and help us fight because we're going to have to take this back to um, Jefferson City and and help to convince um, those senators that you know we deserve a vote. Mm-hmm. They don't need to vote for us, but. It just just sit down and let us um, have a let our senators uh, or the rest of the senators have a say and have a vote. Our community deserves a vote.
1: Um,
2: donate page is something I'd like to draw attention to as well for those nationally that want to help us. Um, you know, this is a situation where the lobby movement is in charge, and we don't have. And, and we need to be able to raise funds to hire our own lobbyists and, and help spread our word out further than just this, this area around here. Um, so please please go to killthefill.org, go to our donate page, learn about our story, see our community. Um, you can see all of the children that, that we have impacted. We have over 50,000 people that will be impacted by this area. My property value alone is down almost 40%. So this is a situation that is about our communities, our children, our our health, our property, our rights are being trampled on. um, And and we're not even allowed to vote. And so the more we can get the word out and get some help, um, the better. And I really appreciate you guys for, for having us on today.
0: Absolutely. Sarah, thank you so much for joining us. Again, go to killthefill.org. And before I let you go, just one last thing. You are somebody that is waking up, you're speaking up and showing up. Can you just give um, advice to people that are listening? Maybe they have an issue in their own area. What are different ways that they can wake up, speak up and show up to make a difference?
2: I would say the easiest thing you can do is first know who your senator is, know who state senator, know who your state representatives are, and frankly, get familiar with your state website pages. There's a lot of info. They put a lot of info out there so you can listen to hearings and, and see what they're um, bringing to the surface that, that will impact you. Um, that is something very small that I never did before, and I never realized Um, how the sessions were all streamed online and you can see what bills are coming to, to um, the surface and who's behind them and who's not behind them. And so I would, I would definitely say, get involved in your state politics, local politics. We've spent so much time on national politics. um, And I would argue that your state and local politics impact you
1: even more so absolutely couldn't agree
0: more again sarah thank you so much for joining us today we really appreciate it
1: looks like you've been sleeping well megan he's back the my pillow guy and you're looking good he's still feeling good well just when you thought it couldn't get any better we've got the best pillow ever my pillow 2.0
0: He has not fallen off the throne. He's not nervous. He's not chewing his nails. He is in control. He has plans to prosper us and not to harm us. What a great time to be alive, and I'm so excited for you to join me every Wednesday at 1111. For more great content, go to flyoverconservatives.com.